0: I have a real problem that may be the root of all those enumerated on this emo blog podcast of mine. I want to be great, like truly exceptional. I don't want to be the best husband in the world or the best teacher or the best facilitator or the best basket weaver. I just desperately do not want to be ordinary. I want to have benefited the people in the world and whatever I do especially those closest to me. However, I'm not nearly good enough to be great. And I'm just good enough to understand that much of my life depends on the people around me. Welcome to episode 8 of Karmic Kamikaze, titled, I Want to Be Great. So now believe me when I say this, if you've listened to other episodes before, you'll know that some of these posts were written in the past, Some were written right before I recorded them. And, you know, let's not sugarcoat it. They can be a little negative, a little short-sighted sometimes, and really act as sort of a cathartic measure for me, typically. And though this one may have started off that way, I actually don't look at it that way at all. It's just trying to re-aim or re-establish my aim to become better um, overall. And the more that I write and reexamine and discuss my life with the people I care about, the same topics keep popping up again and again and again. And that's alarming when I do go through and look back at posts I've written five or 10 or 15 years ago and see the same darn problems exist. It just really sucks. So they're really well documented in, in these podcasts showing I understand on some level what sets me apart, literally away from other people in my life sometimes. But what you won't find is a consistent resolution with what I can do to correct it, because like this writing, I I vacillate between sorting out what's going on within and what I need to do for others. So I continue to live in this loop between moments of brief success and bitter disappointment. And I continue to hear the same thing from those around me. You have unrealistic expectations of everyone around you. Nothing's ever good enough for you. You dominate people with your ideas. You want to own everything. You let your emotion get the best of you. You can't be this honest with people. And now I've done far more than my share of rehashing these offenses, making me a list of what I might have done or the way I might have said something to hurt those around me. And I acknowledge more opportunities that this might have happened than I would like to admit. And I'm sure there's a host I don't acknowledge because I can't see the other perspective. And maybe in some cases, because they really aren't mine to own at all. And I own my problems more than anyone sees. But I'll also be lying if I do not justify some of the above with qualities in me that I like. It sure sounds like high expectations, intelligence, passion, and honesty. And see, therein lies the problem, doesn't it? I don't know how to get mileage out of the things about me that I actually do value because those would be the few things that I do. And work well within relationships with other people. So over the last, I don't know how, period of time, I've felt that ebb and flow between a comforting renewal of self, followed by the massive disappointment in the results. And fairly recently, I actually felt more clarity with how I could better deal with people and felt that I should use that opportunity to act more and think less, especially with my wife and others close to me. I haven't heeded my own advice, to be honest, and I'm going to try to determine in short order what that is Again, so number one, I I need to feel truly confident. The vast majority of the issues I've caused with family, and I mean that as in the family you build, is that I'm always trying to prove myself in order to reach those high expectations that I've turned inward. It's past time that I give myself a break in self-examination and choose to to like myself a little more. I'm just in writing that. It sounds kind of arrogant and sort of lazy to me, but the mere idea of being confident Reads in my brain is resting on your laurels or being smug, which is exactly the criticism that I seek to avoid. Two, let go. I have to become okay with being in a relationship of any kind, and I'm definitely not. It sounds kind of ridiculous at my age, but I have a genuine problem trusting anybody. As open as I am with people about my thoughts and emotions, that cannot be mistaken as comfort and makes me even angrier when I don't feel understood. I have to trust that, and if I'm confident as well, people will actually come back to me without being the largest personality, the protector, the jokester, the Swiss army knife within any group, and so on. And as with the first bullet, I have to trust that me as me is enough. And in doing so, I can stop holding myself to those ridiculous standards, which in turn would allow me to be more easygoing with others when engaging in activities that require some sort of shared success. Three, react correctly. When things do not go as I like, I've got to react the right way. That almost definitely isn't raising a cautious concern after the fact, and, much more difficultly for me, is not always pointing out how things might not go as planned in advance. Currently, when engaging in any kind of creative process, or hell, in creating a grocery list, I look for the back and forth, which is to say that all parties toss in suggestions, and all parties participate in narrowing down the good from the bad and arrive at the best possible solution. And that sounds insane, I know. It sounds wonderful, doesn't it? In the creative process, probably not the grocery list. I have to understand that no matter how valid and exciting I find that process, the back and forth, even with the ordinary things in life, other people don't. And and if it means failing, I have to become okay with that. Four, detach. I have to understand that my high standards for myself are due to my own unique issues. They can make me appear and act arrogant when oddly enough the only thing i am sure of is that all i want is for folks to be pleased with me and for things to go okay all that said i have to be okay with the idea that some folks have different priorities and expectations of themselves for their own reasons and despite the intention of my intervention it is still an intervention and five genuineness most important to me is that i have to do all of this and retain my sense of self. I have to be able to be what I can for others without choosing to subvert myself because that will also not bring me happiness and will most assuredly put me back into my typical loop. My list of offenses with my wife, my family, my friends has grown over my lifetime and over our relationships like everybody's. And I'm aware that being a bold, open, very self-critical person lays agape the opportunity for the kind of hurt that comes from disappointing the people you care for, and certainly for hurting them. I don't know how to make that go away. I'm also aware that while other people's offenses towards me absolutely play a large part in the way I respond to them, I've got to shelve that for good instead of drawing on it when pressed to rationalize my actions. In other words, no more pissing contests. I wish there was a magical reset button like in the movies when two characters who've known each other for years can reintroduce themselves. In order to work on the list above... I have also tried something new tried to consider what I've done well, something which, shockingly to many, I don't take the time to do. I've considered ways in which I've privately shown others what I think of them on special occasions or, more importantly, on random ones. I've considered the times that I actually did help people exactly as I had intended, and it actually worked for both parties. I've considered the times in which I shouldered the load in my relationships for whatever reasons and didn't begrudge anyone else for it. I've considered the time when I listened well, offered good advice, or didn't offer any at all, or made someone smile, and arrived at the idea that my old realizations are true and valid. If I become the person I'd like to be, I'll elicit the responses that I need to be content. Because in every conversation I've had about my concerns, that's at the core, isn't it? I just want people to think fondly of me. I do want to impact people positively and I want people to help me be my best and to trust that I do the same for them. That would allow me to alleviate the strain I put on myself and in turn the stress I pass on unwittingly and the callousness I show because of my own distractions and priorities. I want to be trusted and called upon when needed, not as an afterthought. But if I take care of the above, it won't hurt so much when I'm not thought of fondly, whether deserved or not, and when I'm considered arrogant or bullheaded, whether true or not, and when people don't think me out. I'll draw the honesty that I exude and validate people's ability to be more upfront with me and to help me as I need of them. But I have to make the first step, and maybe the first 50, in order for that to happen. I have been willing to do that time and again, only to stop after the first several steps and give up. So I've got to stop trying to be good enough. I have to stop trying to think of all the options I have to do what I should to elicit the responses I need. Just be good enough to stop caring what the responses are and treat the good ones I already receive like a bonus. So here's a guy, once again, trying to capitalize on an upswing. I'm trying to humble myself, as I have for years on end, and say that I'm uber aware of my imperfections. I'm aware that they impact your life in a poor way sometimes because I allow it. I've had a hard time living with the disappointment That you feel in me and that I feel in myself for not being great. And I want to be great. So catch me on this upswing like I try to do you and hold me up. I'm asking for permission to fail too and for your honest friendship. Tell me when I mess up and bring me back. This is hard for me. I don't want to fail and I don't want to be weak. So latch on to me when I'm clear, humble, and open enough to ask. Award me a slight nod for being willing to do that, and a heavy, strong-handed nudge in the right direction. Award me the leeway to show some real confidence, and I'll do my damnedest to quell the false bravado. I can promise that I'm worth the effort, and I'll return it tenfold.